0: Jack's RPG podcast.
1: I'm in Max. 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 Max! Max, 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 Max.
0: Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. I put my mic on. Hi, welcome to season twenty-three, episode four of Happy Jack's RPG four. podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. I'm Joey. I'm Stork. We're doing a, a Saturday morning show, which is a rarity. Uh, because uh, I had something to do last night, mm. and uh, and then the the short the show kind of didn't happen.
2: We also we also came up with a very cool um, thing that we we postponed because we wanted to make announcements this morning. Yes.
0: Exactly, and the uh, and we didn't want to skip the show because we need to announce it because the, the announcement is the, the thing we're doing is next week next weekend. So <clears throat> just to give you a brief b- backstory on this: a gaming company. Is in the process of publishing a setting book, and they are using uh, the tragedy that's happening in Chechnya, uh, where people are being hunted down who are LGBT and tortured, literally tortured, mm-hmm. and to go find more people to get information to find more people. It's it it, it is a human tragedy. That I hadn't even I didn't heard of. I've never even heard... No, I've never even heard of this thing until... Because once that thing was published, I'm like... I'm like, well, I don't know. And then and then uh, Adam posted, mm-hmm. oh, no, that... Da, 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 and I'm like, oh, so that thing they're talking about in the... Is actually Is happening, actually like happening now. So I went yeah. down the, the, the Wikipedia the Google, rabbit hole, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. holy fuck. So, <laughs> well, the, the company that has published this, and it's already... Printed, and it's, I mean, it's... It's
2: People own it. Yeah. It, it's, it's out there. It's, it's, it's water under <laughs> the bridge, as they it. say.
0: They did come out yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And, apo- and, and and posted an apology saying, this was insensitive, we sh- shouldn't have done it, we regret doing it, we're going to change the way we do things so that this, something like this never happens again, etc., etc., etc. And, of course, the internet blows up with people that think that they should do it and the people that they're glad that they're apologizing but still kind of pissed off that they did it and and so you know and and i just thought it would be nice rather than joining in in the mud pit that is social media and start fighting with people because i mean and that is super fun well it yeah sometimes but i mean but it's it's often so productive to argue with people on the internet about oh, yeah. politics
2: it's not <laughs> <laughs> and not even just dis- like because this isn't necessarily a political issue no like this is no. like like I don't think that there's any political stance that yeah torturing people's cool no just because no. of you know yeah. I,
0: th- I, I I think I think the, the point of disagreement is is it appropriate to do that and I think for a lot of us it was just like no it's not yeah I mean we will use tragedies in a background but usually they're Decades or centuries, centuries old. Right? Yeah. I mean, no one's gonna no one's gonna run around and. Although I know people have probably run games about nine eleven. I don't know. I mean, there are people that do stuff like that. Wouldn't surprise. Yeah. You. I've never seen it. No, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's happened. Yeah, but
3: I, I mean, th- I don't know if many setting books that have been put out for. Yeah, us. that's, the that's it, the probably issue. zero. And, and maybe that's you know. Part of this, like a setting book, doesn't just happen in you know a weekend.
2: Oh no. no! Well, and then there's the whole element of the company profiting off of that. Exactly. Right. Like exactly. if some crazy person somewhere and their gaming group feels comfortable running a 911 game, okay, I wouldn't want that. But no. whatever, I'm not gonna. You know, shame you for oh, I, maybe a little shame, but there's not like. Th- but they've come together. They've agreed that we are comfortable with this. Nobody's making money off of it, right? right. So there's definitely. I think that's the thing that makes it the ugliest. Is this is a terrible tragedy that's happening right now? People are really being hurt, and you've decided to add it to something that you were making money off of, right? Which is awful.
0: So, but anyway, they did apologize, and they've they, they said they regretted the decision, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, but anyway, rather than us joining the fray on the internet and getting into the mud pit with the with the jackasses, I thought, wouldn't it be nice if we can actually help these people who are who are being hunted, literally hunted down and tortured? Yeah. So, we d- started doing a search and we found an organization called the Rainbow Railroad. Yes. And their their charter, the reason for existence, is to go out, find people in area or LGBT people in areas that are being oppressed. Um, government-sponsored, mm-hmm. like you have no escape. You can't yeah. go to the yeah. cops because yeah. the cops are part of the problem exactly. yeah. in these places, yeah. right? Um, and and trying to get them out. And yeah. they've, I, I think, two years ago, I th- the number was small. It was like thirty or forty. I don't yeah, remember exactly. So what like the like I think was. At
4: it was like twenty but, or thirty. But they, yeah, they, they're, they're
0: they. But I think people are now starting to realize that this is like a crisis that's going on in many parts of the world. Right. And something needs to get done. Right. So these people are trying to do it, and th- thought how about we do a fundraiser yeah. and actually help these people rather than fight with the a-holes on the internet. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. That's not even though it's super productive.
3: Right. <laughs> I can't tell you how many minds I've changed
2: with right?
0: arguments.
3: I know. Me it's like, too. They, they always come back. go, oh, gosh, I was been wrong for so many years. I'm so glad that you spelled this out for me. What what a great argument you've made. How have I been such a fool? Yeah,
2: that is that, the yeah. power of source yep. arguments. Happens right? all the time. All the time.
4: <laughs> yes, and perhaps the reason we need a sarcasm uh, punctuation mark on the internet.
2: Right. I,
3: I do put the chasm in sarcasm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <coughs> Everyone's like, wait, Kimmy's agreeing with Stork. This is definitely sarcasm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got the SARS from sarcasm. <laughs>
2: Oops. All right.
0: <laughs> Remember? S- S- yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 Big panic. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, next starting at 6 p.m., next Friday, next Friday, which I believe is the November 16th.
2: November 16th. Mm-hmm.
0: We are going to start, we're going to kick off with our Friday night show. Instead of being at 7 p.m. Pacific time, it's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific yeah. time. Might be 6.30 might be oh yeah that's right it might be 6 30 i'm trying
2: we have real life obligations but we wanted this to happen like as soon as possible as a response to everything and we wanted we wanted to do as much good as possible so we uh, were like hey we can plan all this in a week no problem kimmy's got a spreadsheet it'll be right. fine yeah
0: it's gonna be great yeah so, so 6 30 uh-huh. p.m pacific time next friday yes. through 6 30 p.m no, no no
2: through 8 p.m the 8 next day 8 p.m
0: Saturday 8pm okay. Pacific Saturday yes. so more than 24 hours Yes. we're going to start with the, the Friday night advice show mm-hmm. and that's going to kick off and then the a- actual plays are going to start
2: 24 hours of Happy Jacks people gaming mm-hmm. streaming it's going to be games. exhausting 6 games right something like that yeah, yeah I think it's, yeah, six. I think it's yeah, 6 4 times 6 is 24 yeah. yeah we have a spreadsheet I don't, I'm not looking right. at it <laughs> but, so we will have games back to back we'll probably have smart, like 10 minute breaks because we've got to switch over name tags and stuff um bunch of different games, a bunch of different players. Um, the whole time we'll be working with uh, the organization we found, which is the Rainbow Railroad. Yeah. Um, and we will be collecting money, and hopefully you will tune in, love, enjoy our hijinks, and also feel like you can contribute because it's a very a I'm very, gonna very give, worthy cause. I'll
0: give the link now. Yes, if I can remember it. So Rain- is on the Rainbow. Show notes? Is it yeah, happyjacks.org/rainbow? Yes, I believe.
2: Yes. yes. So Tricks- you can donate. the The sure. donation link will be up for all month. So oh, you don't have to just. It's going to run
0: till the end of the year. Okay, oh, perfect.
2: Yeah. yeah, so you don't have to turn into the marathon if you know. And we will be also releasing uh, all the games as podcasts later, so you can still enjoy. Um, we will be doing a little bit more interruption than usual because we are going to be thanking people who yes. are donating because that's the whole point of it. Um, so we are going to be doing more interaction like that, and uh, so be prepared for that. But again, it's just for the special events. We will also be super fucking tired. There probably will be some drunk moments. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be amazing. It's I Cannot gonna, wait. And
0: and, and and I'm gonna go buy a coffee maker because I don't own one.
1: Oh yeah. So we're,
0: <laughs> we're gonna have uh, there'll be there'll be drunk and buzzed people yes. at the same time.
2: Absolutely, it'll be amazing. So <laughs> business as usual. Yeah. yeah. For yes. some, yes.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so we have uh, games starting. Uh, we've got uh, the six thirty to eight is the. The podcast. podcast. Then we've got eight to midnight. Then we've got midnight to four. Then we've got four to eight. Then we've got eight to, to noon. noon. and then noon to four and, and then, then four, four to eight. eight.
0: eight. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And I'm prepping a GURPS game. I will be running a GURPS game. Yeah! Yeah!
2: So, yeah! As soon as we get <laughs> uh, all the GMs and players locked in, because literally we've been planning this for about 24, 24 hours, hours at this scene. point. Right. <laughs> so we don't have <laughs> yep. all that planned yet. Uh, we'll be releasing that. We also are going to have some special Happy Jacks. Uh, Merchandise that we are not making profit off of, but you can, uh, you know, it'll be for costs that you get, um, that you get, and it'll be very rainbowy and supportive and very cool. Again, we've only been doing this for 24 hours, so our designers working on that right now. Um, but and yeah. So and just so, just so you
0: know, the, the we're we're doing this through a, a, a company called GiveMN.org, right. Which had another name, and when we used to, we did. Uh, Three or four podcasts, each picked a charity. Yeah. And then we did sort of a competition fundraiser to see who could raise the most money. We won both years. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I, think, that's, so. That's I think so. I think so. I don't think I knew that. Well, for, I don't think Fear the Boot was playing. Fear the Boot was playing, we wouldn't have uh. liked. <laughs> uh. But anyway... Um, uh, we use that... I, I had, had to go back and find it because I couldn't remember the name yeah. of the site. But it has since changed names, but it's the same site.
2: Yeah. We, don't, we, we will not be, we receiving will be receiving any of the money. The handling money will, it at all. Yeah, no. the money goes straight to this organization through this hub. We don't yes. touch it. Um, so, yeah. And we'll be posting links and all that stuff. We don't touch it.
0: We don't roll around in we don't, it. We no. no. <laughs> <It's> Oddly specific.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I'm just... What? I have the mental image. Why did you say it? God, uh, that's, that's just for you.
0: A not to, it's
3: best to
2: for do you. it
0: with pennies because then they stick. Remind
2: ah!
3: me not to borrow <laughs> any cash from you ever.
2: <laughs> all right, so oh, good. Anyway, we'll be posting links to all this so you can like look at it, make sure that you trust it, and hopefully feel that you want to support this amazing, amazing event and this amazing organization that does such great work.
1: Yeah. That's yep,
0: and there you go. There you go. Thank you very much. And now we'll go into the show. <gasps> we
2: have a In show. this episode, oh, sure.
1: oh,
3: I do have one question though. Actually, uh, through the course of the week, since this is still a, a thing that's uh, happening, is there a place that people can go and check on progress and check on when the games are going to get listed and all of that, or is that just going to happen? On, It'll be at happydread.org.
2: Yeah, okay. it'll, cool. I'll, we'll post it on there, and it'll be on the social medias. We'll post mm-hmm. it. It will be everywhere as soon as I know what it is.
0: There you go. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> do you have the you have the game schedule filled out yet? Do you just gotta get players? Or is I have that, where you're at that stage. Yet? I
2: have the GMs who volunteered. They're still figuring out what they're going to be running. Okay. And we're right now just collecting who can play what and when. Okay.
0: So. I have to crack open my GURPS books and make pre gens as soon as I know what I have for players. Yes. I'm gonna because the game I'm gonna run is gonna be. Histori- it's gonna, it's uh, Infinite Worlds. I'm probably going to run an Infinite Worlds game of some kind. Cool. And uh, the players are going to be famous people who disappeared m- mysteriously mm-hmm. in history. Mm. And the players will be playing those characters oh. who basically got picked up by this time-traveling or dimension-hopping organization.
1: Nice.
0: And they're going to uh, go out on a mission. A mission. Always good. Right. Interesting. Had trouble finding famous women who disappeared mysteriously mm-hmm. who also were sort of adventure types
3: other than
1: amelia earhart Amelia Earhart
0: is the first one <laughs> right. and, yeah. and when i did google searches many that's the only one that came up but i did find a second one who uh, her name was janet something janet stewart ah, i can't remember the last name um but she was a uh Spy for the Soviet Union, working in the United States, okay. and coincidentally disappeared the same year as Amelia Earhart, nineteen thirty-eight. Oh,
2: hmm. you, you could
3: probably put Diane Fossey in there too. Diane, Fos- she was the gorilla. Uh, uh, Did she disappear mysteriously? She, she's murdered. There was yeah, she, they, no, they found
0: the body that's, hacked up. But. That's different. <laughs> no, not not people that are no. I, these are people who just disappeared. Like one of the characters might be DB Cooper, the guy mm. who who stole the airplane or hijacked the airplane. Jimmy Hoffa. Mm. People who they actually never found. Okay, I, I, I didn't realize Glenn Miller is one of those people.
1: Yeah. They, oh yeah. They, I, don't I think didn't ever found, found the plane. Yeah. No, they, they never. never found fa- the they
0: never found the plane. They, obviously, he was shot down. Mm-hmm. But he could have been picked up by time travelers.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: absolutely.
0: So at the end yeah, of close you know,
4: encounters, and they got picked up by time travelers. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. In this episode of Happy Chick's RPG podcast, Carl writes in about OneNote and NPC personalities. Jonas asks for some advice about his Nyarlathotep. Nyarlathotep? I think people want me to pronounce it, campaign. Uh, Johan writes in with a horror story and thoughts on good metagaming. Has that been read before? I don't know. I'm also not seeing I did that, that, that Maybe email. not by me. I did that last week. Was it last week I did that, where I edited, edited too many emails? No, that was
4: a
3: couple, no, a couple ago. weeks ago. That was a couple weeks ago. Mm.
4: All right. I'm oh, not it. seeing that third email in this. But but
3: nope, I'm not either.
0: Ah, Christ. Okay, I'll, I'll get it out of the <laughs> okay. All
4: right. I- anyway... Before we get
0: to that, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're on the social media, Happy Jacks RPG, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and MeWe! Come join me on MeWe. There's like 30 of us now. Maybe 35. Yeah. I don't
3: know. It's a big page. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not sure I want to join anything called MeWe. No! Come MeWe with me! <laughs> uh... <laughs> That,
0: there like, you go. There you go, Mewee. Free slogan.
3: Come Mewee me- me with me. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds like a, it sounds like a three-year-old. <laughs>
2: MeWe. <laughs> yeah, it's like I have to go to the bathroom.
3: Exactly. A three-year-old. Girl, I have to go to the bathroom. do no, you, it. You'll remember it.
2: Good job using the potty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: So, thank you, Kimmy. You're right.
1: Oh,
4: God. <laughs> I'm not drunk enough
3: for this. <laughs> no, it's
4: too it's early. It's way too
2: early. Why are
0: we doing this? If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time, except it'll be at 6.30 30 next, next week, week. Mm-hmm. which probably means 7, <laughs> because <laughs> that's how that thing works. If you'd like to watch us live and watch watch our marathon telethon gaming, se- gaming session. Not,
2: no, nobody telethons.
0: We can call it a telethon. N- like, yes, people in. do. Chabad still has the L'chaim de Life telethon. They still do it. <laughs> okay. L'chaim <laughs> cool. Delife. You've never seen that? No, I've never seen it. That's the best telethon on the planet. And when you watched it in the 80s, because it's I it's it's I don't know what the Chabad is. It's some sort of Hasidic organization. Mm-hmm. So it's these guys with the big beards and the pious and the big hats. And they're all wearing suits because they dress... Fairly formally, and they're raising money for their organization, which does community things. I, I have no idea actually what it does, but I used to watch it because every so often Bob Dylan would show up and do a, and do a couple songs huh. because Bob Dylan supported the organization. So in the mm. in like the eighties, you'd watch it and all of a sudden, up oh, there's Bob Dylan doing a song, and it's in the edition. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they and that, that's what they used to do the tote. Is it? Show the tote! And there'd be this big board where they'd put how much money they'd, the they'd raised so so far. And of course, they, since they were very conservative Jews, they had two stages. One for men, and one for women. Because mm. women and men aren't allowed to appear on stage at the mm-hmm. same time, or on the same stage. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. But I think it's still it's still happening. I think it's still a thing. Okay. They have a center just over here on Walnut.
3: I've, and I've seen banners and stuff occasionally yeah. throughout the, you know, you know but... I. Never. I didn't Not,
0: realize. How do they televise it? I have no idea. I wouldn't even know where to look for it. Yeah. I haven't watched actual over-the-air broadcast television in twenty a seven. long time. Yeah. When my cable went down was yeah. the last time I
1: watched it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so if you want to watch this uh, live stream, also w- when when we do the, the thing next week uh, happyjacks.org slash live yes. and that will take you to all the places where you can watch it on Twitch, on the YouTube and all that stuff. So that's that. First email. All right. Mm -hmm. OneNote and NPC personalities from Carl. I really enjoyed the recent episode two of season 23. Those were good times. (laughs) I use OneNote. So
2: long ago.
1: Um,
0: Wax nostalgic. Uh, I use OneNote as well, and it is amazing for tracking and managing a game. I do most of my gaming online so I can capture notes while I play without interrupting the flow of the play. Yes. Yes. Uh, the tool is great for capturing notes, but also has the ability to do quick screen clips, pasting files, and allowing you to have pictures with annotations. Yes, I, I, I like to get scans or pictures of the char- player's characters, mm-hmm. and you can just drop them into a OneNote page. Mm. Click on them and they're full screen. It's awesome. Annotations. Um, uh, annotations. Uh, this is great for clipping images in a virtual tabletop, having images in the PDF embedded, uh, where used or simply a map image a click away. Uh, to add my two cents to how I set my notebook up, I play modern settings and have tabs for adventure ideas, existing scenarios, named NPCs, locations, stats for generic MOOCs, and random names. Uh, I always make sure I have a pay- have pages with a list of names from different cultures, street names, and business names to pull out when there's, when this information is needed. You never know when a character will decide they want to drop into the nearest Italian espresso bar and read the name tag of the barista.
3: I've Absolutely. noticed you've been doing that recently, too. And and you do one more step, too, which is one, when a name is used, you take it off the list yes. and you put it into wherever that scene that's was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got, it uh, it.
0: On most of my OneNotes, I, I, I have a page that just has lists of names. Now, I, I don't go as to a bunch of different ethnicities usually, but I do have male, a big list of male names, big list of female names. Generally, if you pick American names, you're going to get a broad variety of names from other nationalities anyway, mm-hmm. because that's kind of what we are. But... Um, it, it uh, and then I just delete them as I use them, and then I make a and
4: that's smart because otherwise you get you know Margaret, Maggie, Madeline, right? Margie, Marge.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Love you today. <Dave. clears
0: throat> it is um, it, it's a wonderful tool. I do have a question that relates to the discussion on creating creating and tracking NPCs. It is relatively easy to develop stats for characters, especially in Savage Worlds games that I play. What I find challenging is to make their personality characteristics unique and interesting. Is there a good way to build out interesting personalities without falling into the same old tropes? Perhaps a menu where you can pick one from column A, B, and C, and you have have a scaffold to start with. Obviously, uh, there are some random generators of various quality online, but I'm curious: what do you do in your campaigns? Thanks much, Carl. Sadly, but a lurker on the forum. That's okay. No,
1: that's
0: all right. All right. Mm. Stork, there you we, ta- we haven't talked about that y- oh. that method in years. Oh the, the <laughs>
3: animal forums? Yes. Yeah. 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 I uh, it's, it's an it's an acting trick, and it's actually mm. something that I I found very helpful when getting into characters, especially when you're doing quick scenes. Um, and, and to legitimize it it's the, it's the technique that Anthony Hopkins used When he was coming up with Hannibal uh, He decided to take a, a, sep- a reptile or a snake And use that as the animal form for for Hannibal Lecter So when you watch that performance You notice he never blinks He has long S's in his statements No Clarice, that is incidental it's all very reptile and cold and lizard-like. So it's still it's a, it is a legitimate thing to do with characters. A lot of actors will use it to start with. Mm-hmm. But what is what is a, it's a neat thing is just to put um, I don't know mouse next to your character. Now there's lots of different ways to play a mouse. You, you, obviously the the trope is that they're shy and retiring, but they can be curious. They can be twitchy. Uh, they can they can be uh, very uh, they can hear things. You know they can be very flighty. So there's a lot of mannerisms that are involved with just that animal right there mouse and you can so if you make your um, blacksmith's wife mousy then you know or mouse or or rat there's all of these then characteristics that are involved with that that you just you go oh right she was she was the rat so it suddenly can twitch and look around and sniff and and, uh, and be very fastidious with your fingers, whatever it is. All of those, all of those mannerisms are involved with that animal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody will have a different interpretation <coughs> on that animal. So each, you know, each GM who plays rat will have a different take on it. So it, it will be unique enough. So you, that one, work?
0: you could almost literally use uh, a random encounter table
1: mm-hmm. mm.
0: for uh, for like for a mundane world mm-hmm. that doesn't have like weird monsters. Because who knows what a a boulette is mm-hmm. the personality would be like, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, if it was actual r- ordinary animals, you could l- literally have an encounter table for that and use that in the, as your personality.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: absolutely. It, it is. And it's a, it, it seems, it seems bizarre, but try it someday. You, you'll really be surprised at how quickly all of these mannerisms and physical, physicalities and even it affects the voice just snaps into focus. It's a really quick tool for coming up with uh, traits on the fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like I said, a lot of actors use it. I actually lean on it heavily, or I did back when I was doing a lot more acting because I found it really informative for me. But I'm kind of a, a visual mimic anyway.,
1: yeah.
3: um, so I like that kind of crutch. It really works for me. But uh, we've mentioned it before, and I've had some feedback on it saying, you know wow, that was surprisingly good. <laughs> so and, and if it doesn't work for you, then I don't know, there's some random generators, but I found it to be a very helpful tool.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I kind of do the same thing, except I t- I tend to think of like uh, like the seven deadly sins, mm. like what the flaws because everybody has them. Like sure. even your good characters are going to have that. <laughs> so like it's like picking out like what what is their flaw? What is their thing? Like maybe they're greedy, or maybe they're gl- you know whatever it is. Um, I don't know why I've glommed onto that specifically after the, all these years. Um, but even when I'm doing my player characters, I like that's like one of the first things I zero in on and kind of okay, what's their big flaw? And then, like, then, like, fill everything out around that. Right. Um, and that tends to be something you can, uh, like, clue into pretty quickly. Um, and I think it, it could go very well hand in hand with the animal thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's their like deadly sin? Was their flaw? And like, wh- you know, what a raven who's you know greedy, or a raven who you know uh, whatever else, something else. A slothful like, raven. Right. Would be a I mean, very be really interesting. interesting character, or even right. slothful yeah. rat, or
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, or or gluttonous. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it'd be fun to like, hunt uh, like, like a gluttonous snake. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> even, you could even go like like Rob from the vampire Old World of Darkness. I think the New World of Darkness has it do. They have those big huge lists of... oh, uh, uh, The shape change? No, 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 no. The, I'm, I'm talking about for to, to create a personality. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, virt, not virtues and vices. What do they call them? Virtues. Ma- uh, your personality, your two personality traits that you pick.
2: Oh yeah. Um, one of them
0: is what you portray to other people, and the other one is what you really are. Yeah. Your mm. nature and your, your nature and, and your and demeanor. And yeah. Demeanor. There you go. So nature, nature is what you really are, and the demeanor is what you present to other people. But there's a big long list in probably every one of the the mm-hmm. old the old what, the old uh, world of darkness books mm-hmm. that has a l- list of all of these traits some of them are positive some of them are negative you could just randomly pick two That's true and, and they're, they're and adjectives. personality Yeah yeah they're all yeah.
2: yeah I mean you really literally could Actually I've done that with my class I don't know I've never thought about using doing that for for ga- for gaming but like yeah I actually have like a list of different adjectives and they they like pick one from one and one from the other I guess you can very easily make it a rolling table and they have to use them in like a sentence to describe something.
3: Right.
4: And
2: so like, it's part of like creative writing and working with adjectives and things like that. That would- He's super simple to make for right. Anything. Kimmy, Thanks you just
3: solved it right there. That's it. It's just a, a table of simple adjectives and such. Okay. And you could I'd like to borrow stuff. and you know, if it's already made because sure. I'm, I'm sloth is my I think my favorite <laughs> of the seven deadly sins right. to be honest. So uh, if I if I can find a table of adjectives or a couple of tables of adjectives online, I'll use that. Well,
4: then you have to look online. A lot of games right now are doing That's that. True. You look at Fantasy Flight Star Wars; they have the uh, virtues and vices. Basically, I what they're called basically virtues and vices. You right. pick for your character your strengths mm-hmm. and your weaknesses ten candles your character is completely based <laughs> on a virtue and a vice given to you by other players which right. yeah. is fantastic <laughs> <I know. laughs> Yeah. Um, so you can literally just find these lists and uh, and again create a table or mm-hmm. create one of those Facebook things like well the first letter of your first name the first letter of your last name and the color of your shirt you're wearing and there's an the NPC mm-hmm. um, another thing that you mentioned in your email is wanting to shy away from tropes I don't know why you would want to yeah. like why they're handy yeah they're like, very helpful I, uh, in my <laughs> masks game I had to come up with a bunch of High school kids, I'm like okay, great. What are the high school cliques? I name this name. Okay, who are they? Oh, they're a cheerleader. Okay, they're in that group. Oh, they're a weirdo. They're in that group. Oh, they're a nerd. They're in that group. And I know who those are. I know how to play those. They're obvious tropes, and they don't need to be in more than a scene or two. And if I come back to them, I remember. Oh, they're that nerd. Okay, it, is, it is nice to throw a little wrench in.
3: Oh, absolutely, and have the cheerleader gamer. Tropes. Oh, absolutely, in the gaming click. Right. But like,
4: you know, make that the exception, but don't shy away from tropes just to make your life harder. Right. That's
2: <laughs> <Right. laughs> that's
0: exactly what you're probably doing.
4: Yeah,
2: especially if it's just an NPC they're only going to know for a little while. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I mean, that guarantees they're going to become best friends and take them with right. them always. If you're like, oh, they'll just, like, oh, yeah, we'll give them a name for a second, they'll leave in a minute. Right. No.
3: No, they but, never do. Yeah. You've got to invest in them then. <laughs> yeah. But,
2: yeah, I mean, don't spend a bunch of time blushing out NPCs that they haven't uh, they haven't glommed onto yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I,
0: I will um, sometimes randomly pick one of the, one because you, you know what Scout Law is? got is trustworthy, loyal, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. trust loyal helpful courteous kind Trustworthy, trust, be, uh, trust be loyal helpful friendly courteous kind obedient cheerful thrifty brave clean and reverent those are the 12 things that Scouts are supposed to try to be I'll just random if it's if it's a nice person or a good person that you guys are meeting that someone that that you know is
1: mm-hmm.
0: nice I'll just randomly pick one or two of those and nice. try to portray yeah. those my big thing with NPCs is not <clears throat> the personality portrayal so much is I try to figure out what it is they want. What
1: mm-hmm. it is they want
0: out of life or how do they look at life? And I use it. If it's an NPC they're going to be having a, like sort of a long-term interaction with mm-hmm. uh, or a complicated interaction, I would tend to concentrate on what, what does that this person want? You know, do they do they want something from the party? Do they want something for themselves? Or how is it they look at the world? Because you know, everyone has their own way of looking at things and has their own, own ideas of... You know, did you, just as you go through life, certain things pop out in your brain and they shape who you are. And right. that, to me, if it's a long-term character where there's going to be a lot of interaction and it's a lot of stuff that you can't anticipate, knowing that stuff makes it a lot easier to figure out how they're going to react to things that you come up that you're not anticipating. Right. So if players decide to go out and do... You decide, oh, I'm going to make this character and this 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 guy's, you know, uh, uh, super honest and he wants to make the world a better place, blah, 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 and the party decides to go in and do a typical murder-hobo thing like, you know lock the door and burn the house down or something like that wait there's other houses around here i mean that you know how that guy's going to react to that he's not going to react well and and he's going to have all kinds of reasons why that might be pretty convincing but uh, to me that's that that helps create characters with a lot of uh Depth, mm-hmm. because it, it makes them more real. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. You're, and it makes it easier for
3: you. And you're giving them actual motivations. Then at that yes. point, too. Um, I think the real trick is to keeping track of these things is to keep these adjectives and things short yeah. and simple. And then I was going to ask you a question because um, I haven't run a campaign in the longest of times, but do you find that your NPCs start to gain a better personality as you play them more and more yes, and you absolutely. start adding to them? Yes. So you start out sort of simple, you know, broad strokes mm-hmm. with, a, with a personality type and then, it, and then it, they become more complicated almost a, a, like, a, like you do when you start playing the game. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw a cartoon maybe they posted it on the forums which is you know, the beginning of the adventure and somebody makes this throwaway character as a jester and then you know, at the end of the adventure, he's like, "Oh, he's holding up the guy. You guys go on without me." He's like, "I've always loved you." You know, because, <laughs> because the character has changed through the course of the campaign, where it right. started out as as a as a joke, and then ever you know, he actually invested. So, I, I, it's you. First of all, you never know what what NPC is going to become important, what isn't going to become important, and so I think you should invest a little bit at the start of every one of these things and keep it short, and then. Uh, don't worry about it. The character will flesh itself out as they interact with it more. You will find yourself, just because you're playing it more, coming up with more stuff of that thing.
0: I talked I talked about this back when we started the most recent L5R campaign. One of the things I did with most of the NPCs in there, is I found online, because there, there, there's a character in, in the history of L5R, Shinsei, who is sort of like uh, their version of Confucius.
1: Yeah.
0: And wrote... And online, if you look for you know sayings of Shinsei, there's about 800. Well, he's of them.
4: all over the yeah. book, yeah. Like yeah. little little margins, yeah. yeah,
0: right. But it and, it, and it, but the, uh, online, someone compiled a list, and it's like it's hundreds and hundreds of sayings. Some of them are lifted right out of Confucius. But like uh, when I came up with uh, NPCs, I would go through and page through until I found one. I'm like, that's an interesting one. I pluck that in, cool. and that's kind of their that's kind of my cue for their personality you guys in the last game we played you guys just met again the the, the happy go lap happy go lucky crab mm-hmm. who's a yo know, jimbo mm-hmm. and his saying is if you're going to eat poison make sure you lick the bowl mm-hmm. in for a penny in for a pound okay yeah. if i'm going to do something stupid i'm going to do something I'm stupid a in a owner. big way
3: <laughs> so <clears throat> there was a there was a couple more things i just want to mention you were talking about embracing the tropes I've I've often taken the trope. Let's say blacksmith, because mm-hmm. that's easy. You know, your typical blacksmith is a big guy with a beard and kind of gruff, and then turn it on its head. Why don't you make him a small anemic guy? And then people walk in and go, that's, that you know, or like a little goblin, mm-hmm. like that or a cobalt, a cobalt blacksmith. That's your blacksmith? Oh, he's really good, isn't he? Don't 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 tell him that. And all of a sudden, he's sensitive then, about his all of' yeah, don't tell <laughs> him he's very sensitive <laughs> about his head. You know all of a sudden, all of this stuff comes out of the fact that you 've turned that trope <laughs> on its head right. and they won 't know it 's a trope because you you 've flipped it and all of a sudden it becomes more interesting It's it's it 's an, it's an old trick it's, again it 's kind of an acting trick too, which is mm-hmm. instead of if if the line reads angry, play it calm right and if the line, line reads calm, play it you know intense or angry and it and it informs the scene in a different way, and sometimes it actually makes more sense when you flip those those motivations that way. I'm getting real technical when it comes to acting, and people are like, do people really act like that? Like, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yes, they, they do. Absolutely do. All the time. <laughs> so
0: that's but, why they can, when you watch something, they can make you cry or laugh or. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, yeah. That's an old acting exercise. You have one line, okay, do it serious. Yeah. Be it comedic. Yeah. yeah, Say it like you're that, talking to someone on their deathbed. Say it like you're on your deathbed, and you just keep saying the line over and over yeah. again, and you find new ways of saying the line mm-hmm. that bring up entirely different meanings. Yeah.
3: That's why you'll often see. Uh, Really threatening dark lines, read very calmly mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. almost, you know, sometimes joyously. I, uh, Tom Hiddleston did a great job at juggling the the evil and the 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 humor. And sometimes, if you go and watch his performance, he'll he'll have a really dark line and make it humorous. Like you know, uh, remember he would be standing in front of the multitude and he says, "This I bring you glad tidings."
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it's Anyway, it's an old acting trick, but you can certainly do it with your NPCs as well, which is to take those tropes and turn them on their ear, make them the opposite of where they were, and it it will inform that NPC, and suddenly your characters are going to love every NPC you meet, because every one of them is going to be unique. Or be terrified of them. Or be terrified (laughs) of
4: them. Absolutely. I I, I do that with my PCs. One of my favorite characters I ever played was in a Star Wars uh, Saga Edition game, where I decided I'm going to play this character as if Obi Wan had trained Leia instead of Luke. Mm. Oh, awesome! Cool. And he ended up being one of my favorite characters I've ever played. It was mm. just an interesting idea I had one day, like a you know driving somewhere, like oh that could be fun. Let's see what that looks like. And then he blew into this incredible character. So mm-hmm. yeah, turning things on their head. But you got to know the tropes too, and yeah. I think that also comes from being a good GM. Is if you're going to play in a certain realm or a certain world, know it backwards and forwards, so you can flip those tropes and know those tropes and break the rules. But you right. got to know the rules before you can break them. Yep, absolutely.
0: Mm, okay. No, mm.
4: no, uh-huh. I mean, I mean,
0: I read L five R the yeah. first book. You wouldn't know it by by <laughs> how we do the rules. But I read the the L five R fourth edition core book right. from cover to cover. Yeah, no, I agree. And especially studied the the setting stuff because I wanted to know it really well because I knew there was a lot of big diehard fans of it. Yeah. But I was also going to turn some shit on its side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wanted to know what I could turn on, uh, what yeah. I could turn on side and what would be turning something on outside. You got to know what you're,
2: yeah, exactly. what you're looking at no, before I you agree. can. Before just, you can. That's why I don't run run games in, in worlds that actually right. exist. <laughs> yeah. I just play in those games. It was a
0: lot of reading, and I usually don't like. Like someone asked me, uh, uh, we've had we've had questions about uh, uh, running uh, pre-made adventures. I think it, I, I wasn't here for the episode. I don't think, mm. but uh, pre-made adventures versus right. your own adventures, yeah. and. I don't know if I've ever run. I mean, maybe the very first sample adventure in the mm-hmm. first version edition of D anD I had, but I I always have made up my own stuff, and uh, I get bored reading modules. Yeah. I mean, I've had a few of them, and I'm like, I don't know, box text. <laughs> I, just, I, I just can't get through them. But the, the setting material I can. Setting material to me is really
3: interesting. Because it's world building.
0: Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's not as it's not like procedural, yeah. which is what most modules are.
3: They are in, kind of in this room. There is. Yeah, I like to, I like to read modules just to, to take ideas for traps and um, and fully fleshed out NPCs and loot hordes.
1: Because mm-hmm.
3: remember back in the day, they would go into a room or defeat something, and then they all right, what do we get? Oh god. So it's always nice to just Instead of spending 10 minutes Rolling up randomly on a table It's like here Here's a stash right. Here's another stash it's, This is way back in the day I don't think that people Necessarily game that way anymore No, uh,
4: They did in 4th edition
3: <laughs> Okay
4: And they might still in 5th I don't know
0: <clears throat> It might be, still be a thing I mean uh, it, every, people like taking stuff
4: I know but like in 4th edition There was literally a chart Where it's like Okay so you succeeded at this Roll on this to yeah. see what you got Like okay So this is literally a loot drop Cool yep. Um. No, oh
0: yeah, I I remember when I ran the my fourth edition game, I'm like, okay, I'm going to come up with some really cool stuff that all the players can use, and I'm like, okay, this, this scepter for this, da da da, all this stuff, and it, all of it was so specific in the rules. It's like almost no one could use anything that I
3: mm-hmm. that I
0: that I put in the.
3: And the, in fourth edition, you needed to have certain items or uh, that, that did certain things in order for you to really be effective. I that mean, was it, part it of was, the design assumption in, in advancement. It yes, was, it was really yeah. That was a Big problem for I think a lot of people, especially well, us.
4: Well, for like normal, like I'm sorry, the normal classic tabletop players. But if it's a game that you're trying to bring MMO players to the table, sure. it worked great. Yes. Um, well, yeah, where's my just tier not three not armor? My, not my cup of
3: tea. There, did I get a two or three armor drop in that loop in that loot pile? No. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Carl, for the email. Lurker on the forum. <clears throat> Mass of Hotep. advice from Jonas Larson. Who would like to read Jonas's email?
3: I don't want to, because I don't want to have to mispronounce Hotep every time. <laughs> I'll say it for you. <laughs> okay. you, just,
0: you just raise your finger and I'll
3: First, go. I'm glad to hear that you don't actually have to write new letters to you. Or I don't actually have to write new letters to you anymore. But... Just can get them reread, as in episode twenty two eighteen. Yeah, yeah. From now on, you can just—I
4: like you. take old
3: letters from my vast library of <laughs> sent material and give them a new chance every six <laughs> episode or so. But I guess I still have to write uh, a fresh from the oven letter this time. So here we go. We like to tackle the big topics on Happy Jack's RPG podcast, like what rolling actually means when you roll a die, or what a die is, for that matter, <laughs> or who you are. But today I actually have a more tangible question. As I mentioned in an earlier letter, soon to be reread, I hope, I <laughs> see him online. He's, he is Ooh, so <laughs> much good. shade.
4: Where's that Savage Fan? There's, I need
3: it. There's so much shade in here I can barely see. Uh, as I mentioned in earlier letters, uh, soon to be reread, I hope I am a GM online game for uh, some other Swedish listeners. Hi to John in Sweden and Uncommon Man, and we miss you since your character got sent to the hospital, uh, Andreas. We are playing the Masks of Narelle Hotel <laughs> campaign, but I converted it to GURPS. Yeah, Woo! which gave me, uh, which gave the result that the most dangerous thing so far has been cultists or monsters. But instead, a car ride where the characters didn't have seatbelts. I've always said that. that, You you fall downstairs in groups, you you can die. Sure. And you get in a car ride and you get in an accident, definitely. I do my best to entice them with asking if they want to go uh, into the dark caves full of alien sounds, ravaging away sanity and Euclidean geometry. And they just say, nope. Uh, Barricade it and burn everything down from the outside like a normal sensible person would. Or exactly. arson in self-defense, as they like to call it. <laughs> Dust off and nuke it from orbit, right? It's the only, it's way, only to way to be sure. But it has popped up a pragmatic problem I want to help with, or I want help with. I forget names for NPCs and locations all the time. Not the one of the pre-written campaigns there in the book, but all the other important elements you have to fill in yourself. I know the solution is just good note-keeping routines, and it works fine for all my other campaigns, but I'm probably more messed up in the head when I am running this since we usually play right after I've put my children to bed, which can be a rather taxing experience. But, you can always forget something even with the best of routines. So, what do you do when the damage is already done? Admit that you don't remember and gave the NPC a new name? You know, that important guy I asked you got an emotional connection to? He wasn't important enough for me to take note of about, so let's call him Phil. Uh, fake yeah. it? No. The librarian has always been called John Doe. How dare you call me a liar, sir? Ignore the name and just use a descriptor? You remember the guy with the nightmares last session? Let's just call him that, the, the guy with the nightmares. Only name characters from your favorite show? You gaze into the deadening voice of... Uh, 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 stuluthu, please, Happy Jacks, tell me what to do when I screw up. Some of this stuff we actually just covered in the in the previous email, but mm-hmm. I mean, you wrote you know well, you're talking about is. more not how to write this stuff down, but what do you do when you have it? Right. right well, that's that you know what your pro, the solution is, and that's good note keeping, as you say. But I I forget names of people I work with daily, let alone the mm-hmm. NPC that somebody met four games ago. I I. I have no solution for you other than the fact that you and Stu's done it occasionally too, which is like I've totally forgotten the name of this guy. Do you guys, it, you guys went to this blacksmith. Did anybody remember? And you, sometimes you just admit.
4: Yeah, yeah. And, I don't think and, there's
3: a problem with doing. No, it. no. And and I yeah, as long as it's not every NPC you meet, which is I, I did you guys? Oh, you guys, you guys didn't go to the bakery before, did you? Yes, yeah, do. We've gone here five times. What was the baker? Was it a male or female? I don't remember. Yeah, that's, that's when it could get really awkward.
0: Well, when I get that bad, there's other things that are going to need to happen
3: besides <laughs> running games. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, I
0: think, yeah. I think being honest and just saying, I just don't remember the name of this guy, I didn't write it down. I
4: didn't think you assholes were going to go back there. Right. <laughs> and uh, as, as a more or less career player, I'll let you on a secret. <coughs> we're aware that you're human. What? Um, what? we know that you forget things because God knows we're going to forget things so I have no problem as a GM or a player being like I have no idea who this person is can you give me a refresher or I don't know who this. I don't remember their name the person I don't does no one know okay we'll just make up a name now because the important thing is the story like the yes. name the small details unless they're really important and if you've got a really important detail you got more problems um, but if you
0: have a really important detail you probably wrote it
4: down somewhere exactly maybe hopefully ideally <laughs> Don't stress about it. Talk yeah. to your players; they're yeah. more than willing to give you the information. Just keep the story going. They and- don't want you to sit there and hum and ha, or have you know lack of clarity because you forgot something. that they remember, they're not going to hold it against you. Hopefully,
1: no.
0: Uh- players, players have the 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 memory of Goldfish for the most part
1: yeah So
0: well, I write everything there's no, down <laughs> that's, there's no shame on you forgetting one guy's name
3: <laughs> well it's it's funny I think uh, unless you have an exceptional note taker like we, Sam right because I think once she uh, you were struck I like, wouldn't well, have even been an NPC and you were like oh what was it?" no oh, Sam, she corrected and, and, she, and Sam went she, through she and, went, and then uh, it's right here and she had written it, down. <laughs> uh, she,
0: it was it was it was a uh, it was uh, a, a priest at a Catholic church that's right that's it. That you had met once before, like eight or ten sessions earlier yeah, or something I like that. And I brought him back in and someone asked me because you you knew everyone kinda remembered his name, hmm. father, whatever it was, and, and they said, Well, how what, what does he look like? And I said, Oh, he's kind of a big guy and she's like Flip 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 She went through and like he's shorter than average and and thin and somewhat frail. Like, Okay, well we'll go with that.
3: So had you not had you not, sort of just pled the fifth and gone, I, I, uh, have you guys, you know, that, that would not have come up. But so sometimes your players can rescue you. And then at that point you were like, let me write that down this time. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Little guy. <laughs> um, I think it's perfectly okay to admit that you've screwed up or that you've forgotten now and again. I mean, you, you're keeping track of lots. And as Joey said, your players are going to let you off the hook mm-hmm. as long as it's not a constant thing. And if it's a constant thing, then you just need to take Better. copious notes yeah. all the time. Um, We've talked about it, I think, a couple episodes ago, too. It's like, especially if you're online... Review your your games and mm-hmm. take notes afterwards. I, I know you've got kids, and I know it's hard to do all the time. But you, ha- like, let's say you have all week to just sort of do that, and you can fast forward into places where things like that happen if you just know yourself enough to go through. Mm-hmm.
2: It. And that's so- not most people though. Like most people aren't streaming their games. And that's watching true. Them on the internet.
4: Like, like I, I was on that episode. Like I have a recorder out when I'm doing a mass game. No. I record the entire thing because no, okay. I've just gotten so used to be able to go back to it for mm-hmm. doing stuff here and on um, the Wizard Cops uh, game I was on. Mm-hmm. Just be able to go back and re-listen to things and like. Oh, that's what that was. Okay, I can jot it down. Especially
0: now. if you're doing a low prep, high improv game, mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to be coming up with stuff all night exactly. long. Exactly. Yeah. Then you're gonna, and, and unless you've got some way to record it or write it down, you're going to have tons of inconsistencies. Now, in a situation like that, I don't, players may not even notice it. Unless it's something they've really glommed onto that's like really critical to one of the players, then you're like, no, 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 no. This guy was this way, not that way.
3: Specific right? to Jonah because he says he's online only. That's that stuff's all archived for you by mm-hmm. you. So. Assuming it's, they recorded it. Somehow. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it could just be, you know, Yeah, if I,
2: yeah. yeah, they're use, they're just using, uh, like, meeting software. Most of them have a, a function, like, if you're using... To uh, record it. Or yeah, so uh, that's always great um, when I've done stuff through... Um, went blank, because it's really... Discord? Early in the morning. It's no warning, no. No, no. The uh, one I use for our t- for running our game. Never mind. Oh, I, I, uh, I become stew. I can't remember anything. The one thing I'm talking about. It's early.
0: <laughs> it's like lunchtime. <laughs> yes. about it. It's early for Kimmy. Very
2: tired.
0: It's early for Kimmy on weekends.
2: Yes, it is. Anyway, yeah. But most most of the <coughs> the meeting software has that.
0: Excellent. Any other advice for him? I don't I get think- old <laughs> don't get old refuse
2: right. bathe in the blood of virgins it'll be fine Although it if,
0: works if you come up with a name and someone is like I wasn't if, if they show any amount of like certainty uncertainty oh then just say no 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 it's no, always it's, been his, his name's always been Bob yeah <laughs> might as well because obviously they didn't write it down because they'd be flipping through the notes if they had right so And it'd that be can, ruthless and that can be a tell yeah
3: yeah <laughs> Um, I think that's about all the... All the. You had a third email that we didn't have that you wanted to look up. I I, I slacked it to oh, both of oh, oh, you. Oh, that, it. That's what that ding was. oh. I think it well, I already read, it. so it's up to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, either one of you.
2: Uh, I'll do it.
0: It's a horror story.
2: Oh, right. Oh, a horror story. I'll read that. Oh, wow.
0: And a thought on good minigame.
2: Hi, again. Oops. So
0: from Johan. From Johan.
2: Uh... Hi again, douchebags from Johan from Sweden writing in. Thanks for reading my email in twenty-three oh three on the episode on the exploding dice and the ultimate case of a split party. Let me start by filling in some information I probably should have included in the original email. Uh, In the game Eon, uh, which uh, had an interesting exploding dice uh, dice skill ranging from five to fifteen. After that, they are really expensive. And difficulties usually uh, are usually from one to five in the dice pool. So, uh, with that out of the way, I guess Tappy will have to crush some numbers.
0: Oh, that was the, that was the it was a dice pool mechanic where you are trying to roll low, and the difficulty is how many dice you have to roll. Oh, right. And it had an exploding mechanic where if you roll two sixes, or if you roll a six, you take that die off the table and you roll two more dice in its place. So
4: really interesting. That's mechanic. really fun. Yeah, that's really fun. And terrifying. Yes. yes. I'm here for it. <laughs>
2: anyway, that's okay. Uh, in this email, I will start by a, uh, with a small horror story and then a question about metagaming.
0: Oh, I can mm. play the soundboard and you'll all hear it now. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Wow, that's why you wanted us to have half <laughs> Oh, I see. For years you've been...
2: Okay. Mine's very quiet. I can't hear.
3: Oh,
0: yeah, yeah you guys don't hear it. Yeah. I don't think it's
3: routed to you.
2: Oh. oh. No, no, that's uh, fine. No, 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 it's okay. Yeah. No, really? Many years ago, <laughs> no, no, I can when I was a lot younger, I was dragged into a game by a friend uh, who, uh, who would be the GM. Now, his friends are not always, the, now, this friend was not always the greatest GM, but I had nothing else to do, so what the hell? The players uh, were the GM, me, a friend of the GM that I had met briefly before, and that player's girlfriend we were supposed to play just a game system that was the uh, that the GM's friend had developed and the GM explained that the scenario would be on the theme of a then popular action show we all make characters as that per the GM's instructions and we're members of the super elite special forces team so far all is well and good only one way to go now down uh, almost immediately it was obvious that the GM had very very closely ripped off an episode of the TV series which I had also seen uh oh this-
3: <laughs> yeah if you're gonna rip off a television series I mean in fact Mission Embartable was an actual we actually took a mission mm-hmm. that they had done and then used it but I had no idea but Mission Impossible was like aired in the 70s and Joey wasn't born yet so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rockford Files Rockford Files is great <laughs> anyway What is the Rockford Files see that's oh, why no. that's why it's a good choice <laughs>
4: although be very very careful because I I, because I do musical theater and then my other nerd friends did, I thought I outsmarted them. I needed to come up with a session really quickly back when I last time I jammed we did like Red Room jamming. Like, oh, I'm doing Sweeney Todd right now. I'll build a Sweeney Todd type Oops. scenario. I thought I'd gotten away with it. I got to the nah. session. I'm like, yes, nailed it. And this, one of my friends was like, was this Sweeney Todd? Like, how the hell do you know what Sweeney Todd is? <laughs> he had seen the movie Jersey Girl. Where they go see Sweeney Todd, oh my and god, and becomes a plot point in the movie. I'm like, oh, fucking Kevin so, Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith Fuck <laughs> me over.
3: I don't remember them making meat pies out of people in Jersey Girl. I will have to go rewatch that.
2: No, then you're like, uh, no, it's Titus Andronicus. Right. No, your <laughs> classics. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, that's funny, for like five people <laughs> I'm lucky three of them sitting in this room <laughs> yeah <laughs> this kind of took the excitement out of the game for me the GM's other friend at this point started to rebel at the railroading and then this started uh, an escalation with the player trying to break out of the rails and the GM not allowing any other solutions yeah. and the one presented in the TV series he was ripping off Ooh. Mm. this came to an ugly head when the rebelling player uh, having his character uh, with the rebelling player having his character s- scale a tall building building And shooting grenades at police cars <laughs> that put a stop to the session. The sad part of the story is that everyone at the table is rather nice people, and none had fun at that game. I have not played with the player uh, that uh, the player GMing since, and later actions by the rebelling player have caused me not to invite him to any game I run. The only person in that room I still like to play with is the Wallflower girlfriend. She has since turned out to be a great role player and kept being on my short list for players when I uh, and is still on my short list of players when I play new games. Hope this feeds your insatiable appetite for horror. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Thank oh, you. And, and as a note, uh, I think uh, on your on your your feedback, right? Uh, horror stories were listed very highly as one of the things they love about the show. Yes. Do yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, on our on our forum list that you have to uh, horror stories were listed quite highly.
0: Uh, depending how you read the oh. numbers, it's either number one or two. Okay.
2: People love horror stories. It, it, <laughs> we
0: all do. <clears throat> there are uh, there. I mean, G- general GMing advice through the roof. I mean, that's like the people who like it and love it. No one, almost no meh, and <laughs> and, and no one who disliked it. Um Horror stories, the love it was higher than the love it in the on the <laughs> other one. Um. The like it was a little lower, and then there was a little bit of people who don't, didn't like them. because uh. there are there are some people
3: they're hard to listen to sometimes. They're like, oh.
0: well, I mean, that, I mean, uh, yeah, we've had the horrible ones, but mm. even just like regular horror stories, because there's a lot of there's a lot of learning that can be taken from watching someone do something wrong. Oh okay. yeah, so but there is a few people who don't like it probably because of the
4: shocking for Maybe. Oh uh,
2: yeah, yeah maybe. A question for you, Stu. You yeah. repeatedly said that you prefer not to metagame. Yes. And while I will not argue with your preference, I keep wondering, is metagaming necessarily bad? No. In my experience... <laughs> Sorry, good. Yeah. You said the question was for me. Yeah, uh, well... No. It's a good. panel discussion, right, Stu. Right. You designed it this way. <laughs> Live with it. All right. In my experience, as both a player and GM, players sometimes metagame to enable scenes that move the plot forward. Most often by arbitrary, arbitrarily calling on other characters to join uh, up to get them in on the scenes, that would be cool with more PCs. Thoughts? Sweet. Uh, that's all for now. Uh, uh, well, you well-soaked bags of douche. P.S. It's a shame that you do not intend to have all the backlog in the RSS. P.P.S. Still my favorite podcast. P.P.P.S.
0: P.P. Thank you. Drink. That stuff will be going back into the RSS feed because yeah. I was I, I upgraded the my, my plan and. Yes. No, that's a, yes. no, they're not
2: going to... Lots of people it. were upset. We thought nobody would notice or care that, like, the old, old episodes... The original le- yeah. first
0: 11 seasons. Yes.
2: Just,
0: boop, disappeared.
2: Yeah. And then people noticed. Yeah. We didn't actually... Not that many, actually. No. Like, five. Yeah. But so... so that was, I, that's five more than I thought would ever look at them right. again. Right. Out, <laughs> out
0: of about 2,000 listeners? Yeah. That's a very low percentage.
2: No, yeah, for sure. mm <clears throat> But still,
0: but there's always people crawling through that backlog.
2: Yeah, it's nice to feel loved and noticed.
0: Like dung beetles.
2: Yes, <laughs>
3: <laughs> there might there might be that's people choice. who who noticed it just didn't bother to complain.
0: That's true. That's probably like, that's a hundred percent. like, oh, those guys screwed up their web
1: page.
2: God dang it! No, we don't. Web page's good. <laughs>
3: Web page good. Stew bad. Web page good.
2: Server bad. Right. Web design good. That's <coughs> what I'm in charge of.
0: So good metagaming, yes. I mean, the, the example he gives there is a fantastic example of, yeah. of metagaming in a good way. And that is like, or, uh, my, I, I'm always appreciative when the players decide, we're going to reunite the party.
4: Yes. I don't consider that metagaming. It is. It is. But, I mean,
2: yeah, I guess it I is. mean,
0: I, I, if, if you think of the term metagaming as only being, only with a negative connotation, then no, it isn't. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you think of metagaming as stepping out of the character and as a player sitting at a table with other people who are playing in a game and you want to make sure everyone else is having fun,
1: yeah.
0: that's metagaming. I mean, that I that is a, that is a, a met,
3: an aspect of it. I think. I've done some meta things recently in some games. Um, sometimes it's it's uh, somebody asked a question or whatever and, and then... We, next thing you know, we're all we're all giving in advice, and then it dawns on me later, it's like, "Oh yeah, I was outside the building. How could I have talked yeah. to about that?" None of us were there. That? Correct. Whoops. <laughs> um, but I don't mention it because at that point the damage is already done, so we just right. move forward with it. Um, and sometimes it's um, there's conversations that go on, and and it's you know, there's information that gets shared or that you you want to impart. So you start a conversation to to share this information because you know it's a plot point that maybe somebody's missing. It's meta, up kind of on my part and I feel bad when I do it. I'm always conscious of it, but sometimes it's important because it's like, you know, hey, didn't didn't Calvin like get in the tank? Oh yeah. Or, or Oh, something, that's right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Um cuz cuz my my inclination to is to try to just sit quietly and let people play out their scene. Sure. But every once in a while I see these errors go by, and I'm like, but this is really important. Uh, <coughs> and I know it when I do it, and I, and I don't feel good about it, because I guess I've been trained not to metagame. But I find sometimes, yeah, it is helpful without damaging the game. Per se, you know what I mean. Sure.
2: Well, and sometimes it's absolutely necessary. Like, like there have been times where a player's missing from a game. Right. Like, and you know the the you know oh they got sick or they got in a car accident at the last second they can't show up. It's like okay oh this person's missing oh we have to find them. Like you as a player, know, you're not going to find that person that session because that person's not there. Right. So it's like you do have to metagame game a little bit to be like oh we're gonna look, <coughs> but yeah, I mean like like there's like a reasonable level of. Hey, this is still a game, Right. like unless you're using yeah. it to actually like. I think the t- point where metagaming becomes problematic is when people are using it to beat, like other players or other or the game. Uh, like when when you start or using an advantage, yeah, mm-hmm. like using a, for a gaming advantage. That's that's bullshit. Yeah. If you're like, I know that you know the dragon has a you know a, a poison. Attack, so I'm going to make sure that I have my anti poison armor on that I never take anywhere with me. Yeah, but, that, that I've never had
3: up until now, all of a yeah, sudden. <laughs> yeah. Or
2: whatever. Yeah.
3: Or it's got
0: a vulnerability to something, and, and there's no way your character would have known that. Yeah, why yeah. would
2: you. T- yeah, you've never learned that spell ever, and you as a player know you're going to fight this dragon, but your character doesn't know that. Oh, I'm randomly learning the dragon slaying spell right. of magic <laughs> today when we're going to the bakery.
4: Just
0: so happens I'm going to brush up on something I've never wanted to study in exactly. my life. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yes.
4: yeah, I've always learned that as metagaming of gaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, the other thing for me. Because I, I kind of look at playing games at the table as a basically form collaborative storytelling. Yes. And so again, mm-hmm. knowing tropes, knowing you know basic plot arcs, like I'm looking at saying, okay, well, this is what my, I'm trying to make a decision. This would be the most interesting plot-wise. I'm gonna make that decision. I wouldn't consider that meta gaming. Oh, that's meta
0: game. That's absolutely right. meta But
4: no, yeah. but I understand based on that new definition, it right. could be it would be seen that way. I just always, I guess, I always assumed meta gaming had a, such a negative connotation that right. I assumed all meta gaming was that negative connotation. Well, see,
0: I, I, see, I'm kind of the opposite. I if I'm playing a character, I'm not thinking about. The 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 story arc in a meta sense at all. I am just thinking about my character and what my character would do. That's the oh, way yeah. I play. That's the way I play.
4: No, but when I get stuck on a decision, I'll look at, I'll take a right. step back. Like, okay, what's the most interesting thing? Right, what would make the most? What would lead to? But the I am not. Story I, I think
0: it's perfectly valid to to, to skew your your character's decision making with a meta plot. I just don't do it because mm-hmm. uh, that's I like to. I, I'm always looking for that immersive thing where it's like I'm experiencing what my character is experiencing, so I'm not even thinking about the meta block at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I, mean, that's just, I that's just, it's scary. really hard sometimes not to meta game, and I appreciate it if a GM is aware of it as well. For example, we're having a conversation about something, where some some information that some character had last session comes up, and then you say, "Well, what about the the wand you got?" and you go that's your metagaming you don't know anything about that one I know you overheard us talking about it but then you don't know that I think that's important sometimes to think because sometimes the players don't remember or think about it like oh, sure. oh you're right oh you're totally right I wasn't there oh yeah yeah sorry because it, it, it's accidental metagaming <laughs> I mean it's real hard to forget facts especially right. if
0: you're trying to forget
3: them or, or it's sometimes... It's, it's hard to know what you know and what you don't know uh, and keeping them separate. Right. It's like, I know that this event happened because I was sitting at the table, but it didn't happen to my character, and, and sometimes the lines blur.
0: That's why I like to, to have private conversations with the players. Either have the players leave the room or do it through Slack, because that happens in the 05R game with Dave quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Not, not a super amount, but not mm-hmm. as much as it used to. Right. But um, it's not... That way, none of the players have to worry about whether they we're there for the conversation or not or we're paying attention or are metagaming or are not metagaming it's just not an issue
3: I've actually run into the people that play very meta at cons I oh, mean sure. I actually said to somebody at the table I'm like you weren't actually there when that happened so uh, you know don't but at that point, they've already said it. It's almost like uh, the lawyer trick where they, they say something that they know is going to get... Uh, objection. Objection, right. But now the jury's Sustained. already, the jury's already heard it. Disregard
0: that information. Right. Well, so I think,
3: okay.
2: I will
0: not think about a white horse. ever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think that's also on the other players. Like, if someone... Like, it ha- okay. It happens to me a lot. Like, especially when I'm playing with people that I don't know. Right. Um... Maybe because I have a vagina? I don't know. Um, But, like, like people throw ideas out at you. Like, as a player, you also... You don't have to take an idea. Like, I've had people throw great ideas at me, but I'm like... My character wouldn't think of that Right. My character would want to do this Or my character knows that's a smart move But they are too brash They're not going to wait that long You know, mm-hmm. things like that That's right. the most common thing for my characters um, So it's like, just because people say something You as a player don't have to take it Like, even if everyone would say, but like Fuck them, if they get mad at, Well, we said that this is the best idea I'm like, well, my character wouldn't do that So maybe you should stop wasting your best ideas on me
3: Or stop <laughs> obsessing on what my character is <laughs> doing And you do something Yeah,
2: right <laughs> But you spend more time thinking about your character and how I'm you can right. contribute to the situation. Right. there
3: you go. <laughs> it's it is hard not to metagame, and I think in every game there's moments where that kind of stuff happens. But uh, and I'm trying to. I, I really feel bad when I see it happening or when I do it myself. But it isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it is bad if it's taken egregiously or happens all the time. <laughs> but. Like I said, I'm running into players that clearly that's their that's their games. They yeah. they just metagame all the way through, where people are tossing ideas back and forth, whether they're in the room or not, or reminding people of stuff that they. That they had happened individually. Like, you remember, oh, wait, four episodes ago, you stole that wand from the wizard. Do you still have that?
2: See, I think that's Th- that's sometimes but, very helpful.
3: For but me. some people, I mean, yeah, well, okay, I mean, maybe it's a flawed example. But some people, that's the way they play. They don't. Metagame is not even a word in their, In there, yeah. and it, I don't want to step on their fun. Right. If that's the way they play.
2: No, hundred percent. Like if you play that way and your group is fine with that, like that's not a big deal. To
0: me. and, I mean, the, the the example you get. The the players are the characters are experiencing what's happening in the game day by day yeah. in, in in rapid succession. We have weeks of time between, yeah. so if you don't remember, I don't see that as being a problem at all. No. Like if you're you don't remember something your character did two sessions ago and someone else does yes. whatever please help me that's just that's just I mean
2: I do not remember I have the wand I don't remember what color the wand is or that it's there or what I it don't even remember a wand what's wand <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> yes you're right oh. thank you Stork I have a wand Well, that's that word
4: on this character sheet <laughs>
2: it's a giant thing sticking out of my bag on my hip that I would definitely remember was there as a character <laughs> I was wondering
3: why I had a wand I
4: appreciate that
2: too
1: it's like,
3: <laughs> like the, the other day we were playing L5R and, yeah. or was it L5R maybe it was Bloodblade and Tusk and I had like you know uh, sniper ability which I hadn't been using mm. uh, and, and I mean, somebody said oh yeah I, 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 what't you gotta remind me of these things I didn't know I could do that <laughs> I only forgot on
2: my character sheet why am I, how am I expected to know this
3: <laughs> um, it, it's it, that. Yeah, I get that, and I actually like help sometimes uh, with rules or even tactics. Sometimes it's like you know, you know, if you take a defensive stance. Oh, you're right. That's a thing. That's a thing that we can do. Right. Oh, oh there's, there's, yeah, there's
0: in L5R. We uh, very often will forget that you can take stances, and they have a dramatic effect on the outcome. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, uh, my, for combat. example, my
3: inclination would be to sit back quietly and, and and watch somebody not take a defensive stance, and then but and then there's part of me going, I wonder if they know that they can do that. I wonder if they can remember. This is just an example, mm-hmm. and and it it uh, sometimes I'll mention it, but that isn't that technically meta you know? Because if you say, you know, you, if you take a defensive stance, you're going to get, it. and then they yeah. can go, I know, I, I'm you know, well, don't don't tell me how to play, or or it's it can be a slippery slope sometimes, but because you, you don't want to meta game, and yet. You also want to help your your fellow players.
0: Well, there's also there, there's also hel- helping having players who have a superior knowledge of the rules, helping players who don't. Mm. That's true. That's not even. I mean, it is. It is. But there's nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. Th- me, to me, metagaming is a more general term about when you're thinking about the overall game. Yeah. And I think that's that's a pretty common.
4: Yeah. Um,
0: Unlike sandbox, I think that's a pretty common okay. definition. All right, <laughs> I think pretty much everyone would agree that meta gaming is. Stork about the here. Meta- <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, shit! I, I think my dog's buried. It. Yeah, I, right. I it up.
4: <laughs> no, I think. I think the, for me, the negative connotation is I've always associated metagaming with like min-maxing. Like yeah. it went, kind of went hand in hand from like game groups I played with. If a group I played with it was min-maxing, they also tended to use outside knowledge and knowledge of the system and. In a way to give them an advantage, instead of, for me, I guess I always imagine metagaming things happening away from the table, not necessarily outside a character, but right. away from the table.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that you know, I I can't think of a time when people aren't metagaming when they're making characters.
4: No, I think about it. No, yeah. Absolutely, that,
0: it's always metagaming. Yeah, <laughs> I, it has to be right. Yeah, that's the meta part of the game. Is okay. We're going to come up with characters for the game we're yeah. about to play
2: like every time I'm making characters Who, like who's
0: making a healer anyone playing a healer or can to play a healer
2: <laughs> see I always do like the opposite of whatever everybody at the table is like if you watch any of the character mm-hmm. generation like I come to the table with like nothing which annoys Jason to no fucking end every single fucking time oh okay, here's all the playbooks Kimmy I printed all of them out because you refuse to even narrow down your choices <laughs> thank you thank you're me. a monster I'm a monster <laughs> but it changes every like every time when I'm like I don't think I'll play this like when I'm sitting there I'm like no I'm gonna end up and like It's like, oh, everyone at the table has picked physical powers. I'm going to have mental and emotional powers. It'll be great. Like, it's always like, I'm so contrary when I make characters. You should
0: try that in a GURPS game.
2: Yeah. I don't think that
0: would go Yeah, it'd be hysterical. Actually, that would be awesome. I did that in a Here's GURPS the game. Character Gen book. I Have fun. I did that with <laughs> Mook. see you at the end of the
2: game. Mook helped me because I was literally, like, we sat down for Character Gen because we just came up with like concepts more because yes. it takes so long to do a GURPS character. But it was everyone was like, I'm fast. I'm amazing. I'm like, I am a giant suit of armor with no like physical body inside of me. I'm just a magic suit of armor. Uh, Thousand
0: Suns Ruberke, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Full Metal thinking, Alchemist. Yeah, yep, I was thinking, you.
2: yeah, Al from Full Metal Alchemist. But uh, yeah, it's like so. It's like I bash things and I get bashed very well. And I'm well, there's a being in,
0: in, in <laughs> Warhammer. There's a uh, one of the Chaos units are yeah. uh, the Thousand Suns. Yeah, the, they were Space Marines that basically are. Heretics. Yeah. And they their physical bodies disappeared. Yeah. And they're literally just suits of powered armor with yeah. this, this like dust inside.
2: Yeah, that's very cool. <clears throat> awesome. And they
0: have the Egyptian
2: look. Yeah. The the, they're stuff. wondering in the chat room, but does the game have to start for it to be metagaming?
3: Ooh,
1: Ooh. Well, y-
3: y- uh, no. Because <laughs> because I, I I could I can tell you for a fact that sometimes players talk about the plots outside of the game. And it gets meta because all of a sudden, the stuff that people know—no, they're talking about between character creation and the game starting, right? But that's—I was going to—it was going to dovetail into the fact that sometimes you create characters and then you start talking about your characters before the game is even started, and you've already established some stuff and figured some stuff out before the before it has been unveiled in the game.
4: Well, then is it just like Traveller, where every game, the character creation is its own mini game before the game actually mm. starts? Is it two separate games? Right.
0: Well, it, see, Traveller is different because you don't control what your character's right. But it's
4: to still a game. You roll things and you... No, no, it is. It's charts. a game,
0: but that's... that. I, I, you, it would be difficult to metagame with, in character creation in Traveler.
4: Oh, absolutely. You can
0: intend to do something, but your dice are going to decide.
4: Well, what, yeah. what, I'm, what I'm saying is I think metagaming in character creation is part of the game of character creation. It yes. is, yes. So it's part absolutely. of the rules of character creation. Absolutely.
3: But you I will so. know things about other characters because you were there for their character creation that you probably shouldn't know but that's right.
4: probably a good thing for creating
3: relationships some of it I mean yes you're supposed to make a connection with um, right. is it everybody at the table or at least two people at the table something like, the that, specific, something like that but there might be other characters anyway
0: see I may the next 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 time game I may run I may try to not have group character creation and do it the old school right oh, which God. is like you all meet in a tavern and you don't know each other and see where things go I don't mind that interesting it is it's like you have no history Oh. and everybody Thank kills God's it. not pleased. it's so common now for everyone to have some shared history with everyone else it would be interesting to see thanks for
4: good storytelling
0: but it would be interesting to see what happens with good players because mm-hmm. if you have those obstinate players who are like nope I'm a dwarf and he's enough I hate him I'm never going to talk to him that's going to be what the our entire entire campaign is going to be like that wouldn't happen here
4: true there, uh, it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't if it did it'd at least be entertaining yes
0: right <laughs> yeah but I, I think it might be interesting to do that yeah. just everyone just make right. whatever character you're gonna make come to the table you're all in tavern Something
3: okay. happens. I mean, for that. i have kind it of done that fun. with our campaign games, uh, with Freak Show, basically. But the thing that ties them together is that they basically get assigned a mission. Right. So, you know, they the, the first moment of the game is, here's your mission, and they're all standing around looking at you. And players may not know what the other characters are or what they have. So. Sure.
0: And there was also that guy that came, this is years ago now, came up with a really interesting way to, to sort of shape character creation, and that is to tell the players the beginning of the, the, the initial action that the players is going to be involved in. Cause like, I think, you guys
3: are going to be doing a prison break? N-
0: no. Like, um, okay, uh, you're in a, t- you're in a, a bar, uh, it's modern era, and um, there's some gunshots outside, and everyone goes rushing out into the alley, and they see that there's two people who have been shot dead, and someone just ran around the, the corner. Four people go chasing after that guy. You make one of those four people.
3: That is awesome. That is kind of
0: interesting. That's see? really awesome. So, like, All right, I'm telling you, your character is the sort of person who's going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Make a character one of those people, yeah, and that's that. that give it gives them immediately a unifying thing. But mm-hmm. the characters don't have to know each other, mm-hmm. and then you can have that sort of. Because see, I, I love character exposition when I'm reading novels and when I'm watching movies. It's one of my favorite things in the world. It's one of the reasons I kind of hate the 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 uh, Marvel movies so much. Because there's not a lot of that, and if there is, it's only really comic relief. Mm. There's not a lot of exposition, and I love exposition. And that gives you the opportunity at the table to actually have that stuff, because if none of the players actually really know each other, but they're bound together because they're the type of person who's going to go chasing after someone who just murdered someone, or whatever... They, they have the opportunity, the players themselves have the opportunity to start to tell each other about their backstories, and start to tell each other about who they are, or, or discovering those things. I mean, we had that happen in the Blood, Blade, and Tusk because none of you really had, I mean, you had some contacts, but like, none of the players knew that, that, that Stork's character was married. Was it, was it,
3: is that in that game? Yeah, yeah, it's in that game. Is it? Is I actually kind of came, came up with that on the fly because right. everybody else is all being so, and I was like, you know, the way I've been playing, this guy is kind of older, and he left Iceland, and Iceland's small, and they would all, you know, be procreating. I'm like, yeah, he would definitely have. There's an Easter egg I put in there as well, by the way, that ties in with the Happy Jacks universe that we're creating. <laughs> Go watch the game and see if you guys can figure it out. Excellent. All the games tie in. That's in that one of the threads we're trying to do. Is yeah. All the games that we play, almost all of them tie in in some way.
0: Yeah, um, someone is asking if I've done that. And I have done that. I don't know if it was that exact scenario, but I've done that in the past. And I think it... It can be a very interesting thing. And then you could then you can have the you can have the benefit of actually having character exhibition that having the characters find out about each well,
3: other. Well there's a little bit of I mean, it's it's, it's kind of the same thing as you, you, you start out in the throne room and the prince is giving you a mission. It's kind of the same thing. You're starting out in the middle of a chase to chase down the, the, the guy. You're, you're already in mid-mission. You're already, you're already together, but you may not know each other. Right. But, you, but, but it, you're it, all, at least in one way or another, cut out of the same clock. Right. You're and you're, 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 you guys were all b- obviously brought together by the prince because you have a certain skill set. Now, you may not know what each other's skill set is or what they're like or even who they are, but you were already brought together because somebody thought there was coming. And, and just like chasing after. So, in many ways... Because the problem with meeting in a tavern is people just decide they don't like each other and you end up with a fight and people kill each other in the first episode. So, you know, or they're just rebelling, being, being right. you know, fuck you. I don't want to meet in a tavern. Well, the way I used to do it... not tell a, me what to do.
0: The, 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 the long GURPS game I ran through college, I, that started it with a bar fight. Yeah. None of the... Because you didn't have... You didn't make characters together back then. It was in the 80s. You... You make your characters, you, you all meet in a you all meet in yeah. a tavern, yep. and then some a hole walks in and starts a fight. Yeah. And it's like, Well, none of us are a holes and that guy is, so we're gonna team yeah. up together to fight him.
3: Again, you're starting right in the action. Right. It, it it solves that whole, you know, all right, you walk into town, what do you wanna do? And now you spend the you know, two sessions just getting everybody together. Right. It's not always fun. All right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there you go. I don't know. Anything else? We wandered far afield off that yeah. question. I think no, we good. I think we're good.
2: Yep. Yeah, we did want to let's just say it one more time because people have started uh, listening or watching. Six thirty p.m.
0: next Friday. Yep. Uh,
2: for uh, and our, we're using the name uh, Rainbow Railroading. So <laughs>
1: right, because <laughs> some railroading <laughs> is, is good. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hashtag Rainbow Railroading uh, for our twenty-four, a little more than twenty. It's a like twenty-six-hour. Uh, Marathon stream and fundraising events to support the Rainbow Railroad charity. So and then go to happyjacks.org slash rainbow. And we'll have more stuff up soon about that.
0: Yep. 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 Thank you very cool. much.
2: Yep. Thank you. Come on.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> <They're maggot. laughs> Thank you for joining us for season twenty three, episode four of Happy Jax RG Podcast. My name is Stu.
4: My name is Kimmy. I'm Joey Stork.
0: I was turning down the wrong thing. Yeah, that's why the music was so loud. Hi. Right. <laughs> so we'll see you uh, tomorrow. We've got Blood Blade, and Tusk. Blood Blade and Tusk. Yeah. At four, <laughs> and then we've got games on Monday and Tuesday.
2: Mo- Monday. Monday and And
3: Today is a Shadowcon. Yes. No, 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 it no, got today. canceled.
2: Yeah, Sorry. Shadowcon got canceled. They got the plague.
3: The, Sorry. There's plague going around. We're yeah. still on a schedule. Sorry. It's
2: okay.
0: Well, it just happened yes. like in the last hour. While we sat there. Uh, so, I'm not going to help anymore.
2: So, next Friday,
0: don't forget and watch all the way through Saturday and we'll see who cracks. Amazing. It'll <laughs> <That'll> be fascinating.
3: Dance a thon.
0: Thank you very much. We'll leave the a song.